Yo, what's going on, y'all? It's your boy So-So, in case you ain't know so. And welcome to the live event here at Grails. Best sports bar in Wynwood. Best sports bar in South Florida because this shit gets popping down here. As a matter of fact, we got the Heat playing the Bucks right now behind us, in front of us, and all over the place. And John and I are getting ready to watch this Champions League final between Chelsea and Manchester City. We got a couple of the homeboys here. I got my wife with me, and it's going to be a great event. Again, big shout-out to Grails for allowing us to do this and giving us the space. And, man, you guys think I'm hyping it up when I say they're the best sports bar in South Florida, but I'm really not, man. They have a great menu. They have amazing drinks, and it's an excellent, excellent vibe. And if you've ever been here, then you know what time it is. So make sure you guys tune in. We got a little semi-podcast, semi-episode going for you guys. And we'll definitely check in with John. We'll check in with some Chelsea fans. We'll check in with Joel and see what happens, you know. But today's a great sports day, and we want you guys with us. And thank you for coming along for the ride. It's time to get going, y'all. Let's go. All right. So we're 30 minutes from kickoff. The lineups have been announced on both teams. We'll start with Chelsea, of course. We got Edward Mendy at goal. In the back three, we have Silva, Rudiger, and James. Um, kind of figured that they would play back there. Kind of surprised that Christensen didn't get to start. But um, he's going with experience with Silva and having him be there with all his Champions League experience. So not a bad back three. Uh, Reese James, man, he's actually been playing a lot more in that back three position, which is kind of strange because we have Chilwell and Asi Laporta also playing in the wingbacks position. So I'm, I'm curious to see if we'll see Dave and Reese, you know, interchanging here and there throughout the game. In the midfield, we got Jorginho and Conte, obviously world-class. We know what he's going to bring to the table. And up top, we got the three, well, two out of three Germans. We got Timo Werner on the left. We got Kai playing as the false nine. And uh, player of the year, which is Mason Mount. He started on the right side, Pulisic on the bench. We have Giroud on the bench, Kovacic, Zuma, Ziyech. Everybody's healthy on the bench, even Hudson Odoi. But Billy Gilmore made the bench, young Billy Gilmore. Um, for Manchester City, they will come out with a 4-3-3. Uh, they have Ederson at goal, of course, and Ruben Diaz, John Stones. Zinchenko gets to start in the back four with along Kyle Walker. And that pairing between Zinchenko and Kyle Walker is going to be real interesting to see because both of those guys like to get aggressive and get involved with the offense. And I, the only one that I think that has the better pace to come back is Walker. He has that world-class speed to be able to come back defensively. So we'll see if Chelsea is going to be able to exploit that. In the middle, they have Gundogan, Silva, and the Bruner, of course. Uh, the Bruner to me is obviously probably the best player in soccer right now. Um, he can score goals, he can kick free kicks, he can do everything. Obviously, defensively, he's a master. And he really solidifies the gel that, you know, Man City thrives off of. Up top, City went with Sterling, Phil Foden, the young kid, and Riyad Mahrez. And for me, that's an interesting pairing because, you know, Sterling has had a lot of chances recently. He hasn't been as efficient as Manchester City fans would like him to be, especially with the opportunities he's getting with the service from the guys behind him. Um, but Phil Foden, man, he's him and, and Mahrez, they've been riding a hot streak. Both those guys have been playing really well. Uh, really keen on getting goals and getting shots on goal throughout the game. So it's going to be a tough matchup for City defensively to match up with Chelsea because Chelsea's going to have that extra defender with the back five when it's engaged. And I guess who's going to be better at the counter is the question. Um, if Chelsea is able to get more, you know, quick passes, turn around and move it downfield to get 
balls into a, a sprinting Werner or sprinting um, Mount, it may be able to, you know, lead to a creative chance on goal. For City, they're on that same thing. They want to keep possession to keep that tack on where they're constantly moving the ball, where they're side to side or forward, but they just want to move the ball. Um, so these lineups are interesting. 4-3-3 versus a 3-2-2-1-3, I guess, something like that for Chelsea. Um, a mishmash of lineups, but it's going to be interesting. We're going to have a great game on hand, and we're 30 minutes away from kickoff. Sports with Soso, y'all. Coming to you. All right, y'all. We're almost there. It's almost game time. We got the teams walking onto the field. The trophy is on the field. Um, the excitement here at Grails is palpable. You know, the Heat are winning 64 to 57 at this time in the third with 11 minutes to go. So it's looking like it's going to be a good day. But we need Chelsea to win in order for it to be a good day. And I know my brother Blaze is excited. You know, he's pumped about having the opportunity to win his first Champions League game, a Champions League tournament, not game, um, because Chelsea has had one. And that's crazy. Marshmallow's on TV performing. That's crazy. Um, man, what an atmosphere. You know, we're here at Grails, and it's a vibe, you know. The staff here, Eddie, Manolo, um, man, these guys are just incredible. Chris, who's holding me down here, Kev. All these guys are amazing. So if you guys ever need an establishment to come here and do an event or anything like that, these are the guys that you want to come and talk to. These are the guys that you want to come and see because everybody wants to come here. This place is packed, 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 packed. We have music going on in the background, as you guys probably hear. All types of fans are here. We got people wearing Manchester United fans. My dog Josh is here with his Arsenal throwback. Nano's in the building with his Barcelona black jersey. And... You know, we're in the building, you know. John's here rocking the Manchester City. White from the Etihad. Yo, come over here, dog. I want you to tell me, dog. I want you to tell me how you're feeling right now, you know, prior to kickoff. Like, how proud are you that your team is here, dog? First of all, it's just been a long time coming, I feel like, for the City guys. Um, after being kicked out twice, back-to-back -back years against, times. <laughs> against Barcelona, making it to the semifinals and getting kicked out with a horrible performance against uh, Real Madrid. This has been last year losing in the, in the quarters against uh, at, at Tottenham. It was, it's, been, it's been rough for us. I mean, dog, not, not for nothing, but you guys have had a lot of, like you said, tough, tough exits in this tournament, you know? And ever since Pep got there, the whole thing was, okay, he's here to win trophies, but mainly the Champions League trophy, you know? That's, that was the idea of having the world's greatest mastermind when it, came, when it comes to soccer, you know what I mean? The, the idea was definitely you bring the world's, or at the time, the world's best coach. Well, he might still be considered the, the world's best coach, but at the time we brought in the world's best coach and we had already had won the champion. I'm sorry, the Premier League. So the idea was to bring it. Yeah, that's it. It was, it was year after year Champions League or bust for us. And it's it's surreal. I'm happy that we're here. I'm excited that we're here. But if you're a City fan, it's one of those things where it's just City being City, and you never know how they're gonna show up the day of the game. We can show up, and it'll be Pep's and City's best game in the world, or after 25 minutes, we can be down 2-0, and 
and we're in trouble. <laughs> we're in trouble. I hear you, bro. And and look, plenty of times I felt that with Chelsea throughout this season, and I'm sure you felt it too because you guys were going for the quadruple. You know, you didn't have that. We played each other in the FA Cup. You know what I'm saying? And both of us were going for that for that trophy. Neither one of us got it. So it's like shit, man. You know, this is probably coming down. This is the last trophy that we can win for the season. And man, what a great trophy to win, B. What a great, great trophy to win, dog. I, I think for us, the circumstances were a little different knowing that we already had the Premier League in the back. So we, we had, I felt like as a, as a City fan, we brought out our B-minus squad against you guys. And it showed, that's, what, that's what showed up. You guys dominated that game and you guys eliminated from us the FA Cup. So it's, if we were, Pep has been since January talking about that it was unrealistic that we were going to win four trophies this year. It's because it's so hard. Right? It's, it's so hard. Be, besides the fact that it's so hard, other than it being so hard, I felt like he, he at this point, we had won a tour, I think it's, we had won at least two, or maybe one out of the last two years, we had won an FA Cup. Right. We had just come off of a Caballero Cup win, yeah. so he really wasn't worried about the FA Cup. What he wanted to, he was in thinking, because a few days later, we had to play our, we had to play you guys again for a, a, a Premier League match on a Saturday. So it, I think he was more worried about, and which we lost to you guys that in the match as well, which put a lot of pressure on us for this, for today's matchup. But it's, we're, again, as a City fan, we have, we do have, this is going to sound arrogant, but I feel like we do have the better team on paper and we should win, but also being I am a realistic City fan, and I know that so many times where we've been the better team on paper, and and we get embarrassed. I understand what you're saying, dog, and and it hurts to admit this shit, but for sure, you guys are definitely the better the better of the two teams on paper, you know, and a lot depends on the eleven, you know. I broke down the lineup and stuff like that, but. How is that going to be so cohesive, right, where you can have somebody be be the star player or say, fuck it, we're going to go with the team effort. If, if we can go on the team effort and play as a unit, then we'll probably end up making it a tougher match for you guys. You know, but if we try to do it like on individual efforts, bro, it's going to be impossible to try to beat you man to man. You know what I mean? Listen, you guys are going to have no doubt in my mind that Chelsea is going to show up to play and they're not going to get bossed around. Nope. On top of the fact that this is a Premier League matchup, this is the fifth time that we've seen each other this year. Yeah, I could bro. be wrong. It might be more. Yeah, yeah, it might no, be more. it is. It is. It is. It is. This is the fifth time we see each other this year. I think you guys might be 3-1 on us this Yeah, year. bro. So it, it's... It's scary. When you look at it like that, just the fact that you guys know us so well and vice versa. Right. But the fact that you guys have beat us three times this year, you guys, period, point blank, you guys have our number. Yeah, So I hear the you. pressure is on us. To win, right. To win, for sure. For sure. We'll I leave it at that. that. We'll leave it, we'll at, leave that. it at that. The teams are walking onto the motherfucking field. John. Hey, I wish you the best of luck, my right, brother. Good luck, good luck, my brother. I love you I always. Love you, dog. Hey, we got here, dog, and we're both here, and we're going to have a fucking blast with everybody here. All right, I, I just had to come out here and say something. So in, like, the ninth minute, you know, Chelsea win the ball midfield. We push up. Havertz doing a great job of getting it upfield, playing a one-two with uh, Mason and Kovacic and, uh, and Jorginho. So... 
The opportunity arises, Havers brings it down the line, makes an excellent cutback pass. And tell me why I expected Vernon to miss that opportunity. Because it came right to him, um, to his left foot, and he barely even put contact to it. And when he did get contact to it, it didn't even hit it cleanly. Now, luckily for us, we were able to get the ball back in, in an attacking position. Oh, Conte just lost it, and I don't know why we rely on him being the guy who's coming forward to get that. All right, we're back on possession, but still, it has to be said, Werner missing early opportunity could be a big telltale sign for this game. It could be. Let's see. Another wasted opportunity by Werner, man. I'm getting tired of this. I'm getting tired of this. 13th minute. Hey, up the chills, baby! Up the chills, baby! Up the chills, baby! Man, we, we had clear-cut opportunities to, to get these guys down early, and we're just not making the most of, of these opportunities, man. We need to be able to freaking score these goals. You know, we're getting there in front. We're actually... Oh, making great passes and we're catching City on, on, on like I don't want to say the offensive but we're definitely catching them slipping you know a turnover here and there and then boom we're able to make two quick passes and, and get good numbers on the attacking fourth and even when they're attacking us look we still drop back and everybody has their five or six deep man coverage ah, frustrating frustrating first 15 minutes still no goals we're scoreless here and uh, I don't want to mention the heat game but we're down 89-82, heading towards the end of the third quarter, but see if these guys can make it interesting. All right, guys. My heart's somewhere in my throat. I'll be back to you guys. All right. So, <laughs> City just had an incredible, incredible chance to score. We're at the 20, 30th minute mark, and... Man, this has been an intense game. It's been a lot of back and forth. Um, real clear-cut opportunities to score goals for both teams. Uh, City is moving the ball incredibly, incredibly, incredibly. And they're really getting, you know, inside of Chelsea's 18-yard box at will. Chelsea, on the other hand, they're catching these guys on the counter constantly. The moment that they're able to get the ball and keep possession for two to three passes, it's a wrap. Chelsea's moving down the field and they're pushing into City's box in order to get a clean shot on goal or at least an opportunity to get a crossing into the box. Um, needless to say, it's been a great final. Um, a lot of excitement. A lot of people here watching at Grails. Like I said, man, best sports bar to come down to and watch any game. They always have the big events here. They always have UFC. They have the big pay-per-view fights. They have all the championship games. Right now, they have the playoffs as well. Uh, Heat's still down 101 to 90. We're like eight minutes left in the fourth. So it looks like, barring a miracle, the Heat are going to get swept. And that's going to be the end of their season. Um, eight minutes to go. Let's see. I don't see it coming, but hopefully it happens. Back to the Chelsea versus City game. Um, these teams are both trading a lot of possession back and forth, you know. Not a lot of fouls being called. We just had called one right now, but um, the ref is definitely letting these guys play as much as possible while they, while they, you know, again, try to make something out of the game. Try to make something out of the game. 
And both teams are definitely going for it. They're both looking for the goal. They're looking for the movements. They're looking to make the run and finding an opportunity to get a shot on goal. And at, at this point in the game, you know, it feels like whoever gets that first goal or gets that, you know, penalty and, and scores off that, that's going to be a huge momentum shift. We're going to see substitutions on both sides after that. Um, I'm kind of predicting the first half to goal scoreless, you know, because, again, these guys have been very evenly matched, very evenly matched. Um, I'm interested to know the time of possession right now and kind of how it, how it translates to how these teams are able to attack each other, you know. Chelsea definitely trying to be patient, you know, which is not unlike them. Oh, good pass and good recovery. What a great recovery by Kyle Walker because Werner was in on goal on that one if he gets that, if he doesn't touch that ball. That's a great ball. That's a great ball. Let's see, man. So far, so good. Entertaining game. We're having fun here at Grails. Winwood, holla. All right, update, 38th minute. Um, Thiago Silva is coming off for Chelsea. Andres Christensen is coming on for him. Uh, it appears to be that, you know, Silva must have had an injury or something. Must have pulled a hammy or something, but fuck. We lost a lot of experience right there with that guy going out. He's an absolute fucking legend. Um, with or without this win, you know, uh, Thiago Silva has been world-class for over a decade. He's played his heart out for his nation, Brazil, and, and has won the Copa um, America Cup. He is uh, the definition of a professional, you know, when it comes to soccer and being accountable, being in shape, being able to be playing at a high level during any stage of your career. And Thiago Silva has definitely not only shown that here at Chelsea, but throughout his career. And um, it's sad to see him go off the pitch in this manner, but at the same time, I'm just hoping that he's okay and able to join us again next year for another run. Let's fucking go! Kai Havertz breaks the deadlock in on goal. 1-0 Chelsea. Wow, what a great pass. What a great pass by Jorginho. An excellent run by Havertz, timed perfectly by Jorginho, where he was able to find him cutting at the perfect time with a such direct pass. Man City was too wide, too wide. The distance between the two center backs was too much, and Jorginho was able to find that pass there. Havertz, calm as ever, playing as a false nine, was able to knock it in. Wow, what a feeling, guys. We're up one zip. 43rd minute, we get our first goal of the game. Chelsea one, Man City zero. We're back. All right, I don't know how I'm gonna keep doing this, but um, right now we're in extra time in the first half, three minutes of extra time. We're about 2.45, two minutes, 45 seconds into it. And Chelsea leads 1-0, you know, and it really came down to an opportunity being created and completed. Because like like the stats have shown, the ca oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. Okay. All right, so now we're at halftime. I thought they gave the foul to Manchester City. 
but the referee blows the whistle, and we're now at halftime. Chelsea leads 1-0. The pass was actually provided by Mason Mount to Kai Havertz, who was wide open down the middle, wide open down the middle, and he was able to 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 score a goal and, and put Chelsea on top. Now, we're into halftime. Chelsea's up 1-0. Uh, as you guys know, I have a lot of my friends here with me. Um, and right now I'm bringing my dog, Leo, into the building. Just it, just it. It's okay, dog. Just don't say anything bad. You can curse. Thanks for coming, dog. Thank Leo, you for having me, dog. I want you to tell me your idea on the first half of the Chelsea game. Well, Chelsea versus Manchester City. I should say it like that. Um, well... They, they are playing like they always do, good defensively. Right. And then they're going to kill Leon Connors. That's what's going to happen. Nah. And in the second half, they're going to have five defenders, like they're doing. They're going to push up. They're going to score. Game over. So you're saying that Chelsea, coming out in the second half, they should come out and be more defensive. Of course. I feel like if you do that, though, you're inviting City to just continually to put the pressure on you and shoot and shoot and shoot. No, the, and and they're that the good. But City has the pressure. They do. Why? Because they got to score. So, so you're going to play defense but, and you're going to play the counter. And they're good at that. Correct. Look at the last goal. How many passes were there? No, it was three passes. passes. Yeah, yeah, for sure. But here's my thing. City is so good at finishing that giving all that pressure, they're eventually going to get one, dog. Because remember, City's going to have the ball regardless. Yeah. They're gonna have the ball. Yeah, they they, they so, dominated possession in so the first what you guys half, sixty to forty. Say in the game, and um, you, you gotta have that la fisicalidad. You're gonna have it. Yeah. Now you're gonna lose. Yeah, for because sure. Running after the ball, playing without the ball is harder than with the ball. Yeah, I, I understand that. But, so, but again, playing a team like Manchester City, I feel like you always need a second goal. You always need a second goal. Yeah, you're right. You're right. But, but. Remember, you're, you're winning. You're playing the lead. So, all right, but good luck. Thanks, doggy. Thanks for coming. All right. Now, I'm going to bring on another neutral observer. This is my boy, Josh. He's an Arsenal fan. Big time, big time Arsenal fan. First off, I love your fucking jersey. It's a fucking throwback. So sweet. Nike with the fucking Invincibles. That shit is nasty, yo. I appreciate it. Um, Tell me your, your thoughts on the first half. Man, I was going for City, but I'm going to take my biases out for this analysis. Okay, okay. Uh, Chelsea started off better, but City normally starts slow, so I wasn't too surprised. And then I saw City starting to take control of the game, but they weren't completing chances. I mean, both teams had incredible chances early on. Timo sent it straight into Ederson's gut, and then Sterling had a bad first touch over the top, but um, it was pretty even. And then... Chelsea just converted. That Mason Mount pass was insane. I'm a huge Mason Mount hater, but I have to give him credit, bro. That pass was incredible. Incredible pass. Let me ask you a quick question. How do you think Manchester City can come back from this game? What type of changes do you think Pep will make or has to make in order to, you know, equalize the game and, and send it into extra time or possibly win it in, the, in regular time? Well, that's, that's what's scary about City. They can go off on goals. You know, they can drop two or three goals in, ten, in a 10-minute span, so you always got to be careful with that. But um, I know Chelsea's going to play safe now. You guys like to play for the 1-0, or, you know, you like to keep the clean sheet once you have the lead. So you guys are going to play back. But 
that kind of plays into Pep's style because he's fine with playing slow. He's not a counter-attacking coach. So he's very patient, very tiki-taka, and that can get exploited on a low block. But I think he has to take out Sterling, bro. Sterling hasn't really done anything. He had that one chance that he couldn't bring down. Um, and yeah, he's not really doing much. I think you need a, a true striker out there, whether it's Gabriel Jesus or if you give Aguero, uh, uh, a crazy play Aguero, play Aguero, and let him get the send off that he deserves. And bro, he might bag one. He play, he plays good in big games. He That's a fact. That's a fact. Josh, appreciate you, dog. Of course. Good luck. Good luck. Yeah, man. Now, again, I, guys, it's not just me and John here, the city fans. We got everybody out here. Now I'm gonna bring another neutral observer. We got my boy Enano here. He's a Barcelona fan. I kind of want to get his thoughts on the first half and and see what he thinks about the game. Nano, give me give me your your thoughts on the first half. How Chelsea has been playing and what do you expect to see in the second half? Bro, honestly, first half, I was telling you, Chelsea was more comfortable than a City, but Pep's team tends to start slow. Yeah. My opinion, right? Towards the middle 20th minute. City had a couple chances, they were getting more comfortable. But I feel towards the end, I mean, Chelsea came through, Mason Mount with the assist of the fucking game for now, obviously. Absolutely, absolutely. I mean, how many yards was that? Well, that was easily a 35, 40 yard pass. Easily. Easily. Great finish, too. I was thinking before that half, whoever scores right before that half is gonna mm -hmm. have. Momentum. Momentum, not just momentum, but I feel like, obviously, as more the, the, as, the, as the game goes, they're gonna they're gonna be more comfortable and maybe win the game. We'll see what changes uh, Pep made, but for now, I've always thought Chelsea played let's say 60-40 better than um, the City. Okay, I get that. I get that. Well, hey, I appreciate you coming out here, big dog. Thanks for having me, dog. No doubt, man. We're gonna enjoy the game. Force with Sosa, let's go. Let's go, baby. And last but not least, you know, I want to get the idea from a true, true Manchester City fan. My dog John is going to come right now and give me his first thoughts. And John, all I really want to know is what do you expect to change in the second half? What do you think Pep has to do? What would you do if you were Pep? And how do you see that Chelsea uh, City can bring themselves back into this game? I, have, I couldn't hear the question you asked me. Okay, I'll give it to you again. What do you think that Pep has to do in order to make some type of change to bring Chelsea, uh, City back into the game? Pep is Pep. There's no way we're going to be able to... There's no way that I can guess what Pep's going to do. Pep is Pep. It's either going to work or it's not going to work. Pep has nothing to do with this right now. It's... Dude's, does everybody on the pitch, do they want it or not? That's it. Pep can say what he ever, whatever he wants to say. It's going to go in through one ear and out through the other. Do the players want it or not? All right. That's a quick word for my brother, John. Obviously, he's not in the greatest experience being down one zip. And we're going to see what happens in the second half. We're going to take a little eating break and uh, we'll be back. Sports with Soso, live at Grails. Holla. All right, so we're back. Uh, we're into the half. So we're into the 54th minute. So far, there haven't been any substitutions into the half by neither Chelsea or Manchester City. The score continues to be 1-0 Chelsea. And uh, City definitely came out with uh, an attacking mind, you know, mindset. Um, they've been very active when it comes to chasing down passes and trying to link up play. 
uh, Chelsea's defense is holding up. It's definitely holding up, and they're able to disrupt what Chelsea, what City hasn't planned because they're able to knock them, you know, back and forth from what's going on and really kind of get in the way of what City is trying to build up. Now, this is not to say that City hasn't had their chances. They're definitely taking more control of this game in the sense of not only possession, but trying to be aggressive with the opportunities to create, you know? And right now, and right now, you know, Chelsea is just trying to counterattack them and also trying to find different ways to pickpocket them and push it forward. Chelsea with the free kick into the box, nothing happens. Getting played back all the way back to the keeper, Conte cleans it up and just gets rid of it, which is the smartest thing to do right now. So we're going into the 55th minute. Everything so far has been difficult, I would say, for for Manchester City. And Chelsea has been able to find opportunities. And right now, they're just the team that happens to make the most of the opportunities as they continue to lead 1-0. Havertz with the goal in the 42nd minute. Uh, we got a lot of time left. You know, 55th minute, there's a ton of soccer to be played. Um, there's not knowing, you know, obviously anybody who gets the next goal really dictates how the match is going to go. If City equalizes, they'll probably hold on to a lot of their momentum and look for, for a winning goal in regulation. For Chelsea, if they get the goal, they're going to be able to cruise and potentially find their way into a, an easy quote-unquote win where they're able to play back, play some defense, find a way to exploit City's mistakes and just be able to move forward. You know what I mean? <clears throat> Let's see. It's going to be a tough game. Rudiger is right now down for uh, injury. He kind of bumped into, I think it was the burner. And both of those Germans went down hard, so there's no animosity there. Both of those guys are compatriots, and obviously they have a goal in mind with the Euros coming up in the next couple of weeks. So... Sports with Soso, man. We're live here at Grails. It's an awesome, awesome event. The house is jam-packed. The drinks are flowing. The ambiance is flowing. The heat took a loss. They got swept. I don't want to deal with that right now. We'll get to that when my dog Joel and I drop that next episode on Tuesday. And for everybody who's here listening, you know, while this drops... I hope you guys are having a good time as you are watching these games happen in the NBA and also in in the Champions League. So, holla back, sports for so-so. I'm hoping the burner gets up here, man. Fucking bad news, man. Um, Kevin DeBruyne has to leave the game. <clears throat> An apparent head injury really messed him up. Fuck, man. Besides the Chelsea's, you know, American, German, all that, all the other shit, I really truly do believe that Kevin De Bruyne is one of the best footballers on this planet. And to see him go out of this game when I know that him personally have worked so hard to be amazing is crazy. Wow, an apparent handball. They're checking with VAR. Play continues to go. City screaming for uh, screaming for a fucking 
the penalty and handballs. Okay, let's see what happens here. Nah, 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 nah. That's not a fucking handball. Oh shit. They're checking it. 60th minute. Potential handball. VAR is checking it. Play continues. Um, man, it's kind of weird to see how the fuck this shit is going to work out. There's a potential penalty check going on right now. We're in the 60th minute. City continues to hold the ball. VRR, VAR check is over. No fucking handball. That wasn't a handball. That wasn't a handball, but City continues to push forward, shot. I got to see this again. Bill Foden. The referee claimed that it hit the top chest of the player. Oof. It's tough to see from that angle. Fuck. Show another angle. No, man. Show another angle. That can't be the angle that they looked at, dog. Man, let me tell you something. Forget that this call went against us. If VAR is going to do its job, then it needs to do its fucking job. You know, because A, it didn't even stop play. B, they didn't show the multiple angles, which I know they have for this. You know what I mean? Like, there's too much at stake here to have VAR not get it right. And again, I don't care, City, Chelsea fan, whatever. I want to get it right, you know, and I want to win it right. I don't know what happened there. City fans are definitely disappointed. Oh, here we go, baby. The American is making his appearance into the Champions League final. Christian Pulisic getting prepared. 62nd minute. He's probably going to make his entrance into the game with 30 minutes or so or 25 minutes to go in the game. And, man, if you know Chelsea, you know that he's a super sub. You know, he's the guy who can be brought in and make an immediate impact on a game like this where all you need is a chance or an opportunity to make something happen. Chelsea with possession now, kind of pushing forward. Havertz finds it wide, freshly cut. Reese James, I don't know why he cut his dreads. I guess I got to get him on the show to ask him. All right, so Chelsea playing the possession game right now. Um, we're going to check in in a little bit, see what happens. We're going to follow this game. It's been an exciting game. We're going into the 63rd minute. Uh, not a lot of substitutions made. Uh, I think it was Jesus who came in for the burner. And right now, the score still stands. Chelsea 1, Manchester City 0. We're here at Sport at, at Grails. Best sports bar in Miami. What a great day it's been here so far with everybody. And the staff has been incredible. Terry has been incredible. It's, uh, it's obviously been a great time here. Me and my boys are having a great time. And we're going to see how this game unfolds. So, Sports with Soso, y'all. We're in the building. Holla. Sheesh. Man. We're inside of five minutes left in regulation. We know that there's going to be at least a minimum of four to five minutes of extra time given here. City is continually to put the pressure on Chelsea. Chelsea has had a break or two. Christian Pulisic had a hell of a chance while I was going on the live. Um, he didn't put it away, and we're going to see if that's decisive or not because we know the quality 
that Manchester City carries, especially, you know, during nerving moments where other teams would probably get rattled, a team like Manchester City is probably very calm. Okay, 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 good defense, good defense, good defense. Christensen has really come on and made an impact. You know, normally there would be an enormous drop-off in the quality of center back when you go from that, you know, a guy like Thiago Silva to anybody else. But in all honesty, this has been a, re a resurgence of Andres's career here at Chelsea, where he's become such an invaluable player that he's going to sign an extension in the offseason, and he's one of the best defensive players that we have. And he's proven it right now because he continues to not only disrupt Manchester City's um, plans when it comes to trying to make the one-two passes inside the 30-yard box, but he's literally getting to every single ball before that's in the air before anybody gets up there. And right now, <laughs> man, I can't tell you guys the feeling, but seeing all these Chelsea fans on the tube going crazy is is something I will remember for the rest of my life. Regardless how this game turns out, um, it's been a great, great game. It's been an even more awesome event because I'm surrounded by family, um, friends, a bunch of people who enjoy the sports like I do, and, and even more so soccer, which, again, if you know anything about soccer, it's a world's game, you know, internationally known and it's just a beautiful, beautiful sport. And right now, you know, we're getting in towards the end of the game, creeping into the 90th minute. We're currently on the 80th minute, Chelsea continues to lead. They're kind of dragging out every single foul and everything that's happening with that. But, man, what an accomplishment it would be for Thomas Tuchel to go from losing last year's champion you know champions league final with psg to taking over a project at chelsea with the highest of highest expectations in the world because chelsea for being the big club that they are they only expect winning you know there's no middle ground like hey development and this and that no our main objective as a club since roman has taken over has always been to win, win everything that we can possibly win. And for Tuchel to come in and take on this project is fucking crazy because, you know, he knew the expectation was to make the Champions League, right, finish in the top four, and really take his team as far as it can in the Champions League with his experience. And look, he has Chelsea here into the Champions League final, creeping on the 90th minute, up 1-0. For anybody who ever doubted what Thomas Tuchel could do as a manager, granted, you know, it's, it's not like he came into a project. There was tons of talent on this team. There was uh, a huge investment being made on this team. But it takes a, a different type of manager to make something of it, you know, and not just say, well, these guys aren't that good. I got to get my guys in here, you know? Lovely, no, lovely moment. Oh, City just missed two big opportunities to tie this game. Two big opportunities to tie this game. Phil Foden didn't get his shot off. Let's go, baby! Let's go! Up the Chels! 
we got to put on a defensive performance here. It's what we came to do. You know, we came here to play defense. We knew that if we got a lead, we could win this game and protect the lead. All right. Now we're into the 90th minute. Seven minutes of overtime. It's a lot. It's a lot. <laughs> Man, it's minute. It's what we expected, though. If, if, if you're watching this game, you expected there to be a lot of of, you know what I'm saying, like extra time left because the injuries that happened to the burner, um, Christensen being subbed off for somebody else, like all that stuff was going to add up. City's continuously to put the pressure here. Conte! Conte! That's why he's world class. Ladies and gentlemen, if you saw what Conte has done here in this performance as a defensive mastermind, all he does is continuously to thwart every single possession that means something for Manchester City. Conte is at the end of it. And Conte is the one who makes the play to stop these guys. A lot of the stuff that defensively we've been able to do as a unit comes from Conte being able to to just be everywhere at once. And even now on the offensive side, he's always able to find that pressure. Man, what a game. What a game. Whether you're a Manchester City fan, a Chelsea fan, or just a neutral observer, you got to look at this Champions League final and, and really think to yourself, yo, this has been one of the most exciting, exciting games that has happened in a Champions League final. And God knows how long, because last year's final was, a was an ass-kicking from the get-go. You know, Byron has really dominated in the Champions League. But to see two even teams go at it, two English teams go at it with tons of history between them. Man, how do you how do you put that into words? And again, City continues to ch challenge Chelsea inside the 80 yard box. They know that they're running out of time. They're trying to get everything they can into the 80 yard box to hope and pray to get some type of header or some type of foot to equalize this game. We're into the third minute of extra time. A good clearance off the corner. Chelsea know what they have to do at this point. They know they have to literally hold on and play smart, look for their counter when it comes, but ultimately just get to every single loose ball possible. Kyle Walker with another in-swinger. That gets headed out by Conte. Again, Chelsea right now is really putting the defensive pressure. Now they're looking to counter. Conte with tons of possession, smartly draws the foul. What a genius. That's world class. That's world class. For Conte to keep possession and draw the foul, knowing that it would waste at least 40 to 50 seconds on the clock. What an excellent play. Drew the foul on Fernandinho. And now just give Chelsea more time to breathe, more time to find an idea, an opening. Let's see. Tuchel definitely doesn't want to keep the pressure off of these guys. You know, you, this is not a team that you can afford to sit back on and, and expect good things to happen, you know? Well, that free kick led to nothing. Right now, Chelsea's heading into the fourth minute of extra time. 
They're still up 1-0. Man, what a great environment here it is at Grails today. They've really had uh, an amazing, amazing atmosphere with tons of Manchester City fans, tons of Chelsea fans here, and neutral soccer fans, just guys who, who love the game. And everybody here is being entertained, you know. To some very, like, 80th degree, 90th degree, somebody's being entertained here because this game has been amazing from, and back and forth, really, from the moment it started. Manchester City got called with the foul on Rudiger. Stones. Let's go, baby. Let's go, Rudiger. Chelsea are less than four minutes away from winning their second Champions League trophy. Coincidentally, the last time that Chelsea won a Champions League trophy, they were the underdogs. They met a, a formidable opponent in Barcelona. They beat them. They reached the finals, underdog in the finals. And yet, Drogba pulls the equalizer against Byron. We go to penalties. And again, Drogba, being the Chelsea legend that he is, gives us the goal to win our first Champions League final. And if you don't know, I became a Chelsea fan in like 2013. You know, we played a lot of FIFA at that time. Jesus with a great opportunity inside the box. Christensen with a great defensive effort. Stopping Jesus dead in his tracks from even getting anything started. Carl Walker quickly to take the throw. Back to my introduction to Chelsea as a championship squad. Ooh, what an opportunity for Riyad Mahrez off the volley. Always rising. So close. So close, my brother. Oh, man, just over the crossbar. Wow. If there was ever an opportunity for City to tie it, that was it. 2013, I became a Chelsea fan from playing with them always on FIFA. Remembering the names. John Terry. Frank Lampard. Drogba. Samuel Eto. Man, just a, a great, a great, great squad. And never, never did I see us winning the Champions League final because, yeah, I knew we were dominating in the EPL, but this is it. And we won it. Chelsea are the Champions League final champions. We've done it. Nine years in the making. Chelsea have done it. Now I get to witness this for the second time. Tuco and, and Pep Embrace, two masterminds of soccer. And it's just incredible. Chelsea have done it. They're the underdogs. We've done it, my brother. Let's go, Chelsea. Up the motherfucking Chelsea. Chelsea, champions of Europe. Wow, what a fucking feeling. Nobody thought we could do this, guys. Nobody had this us winning this. 
It started off with the worst of ways. Sacking a... Oh, man, guys. We sacked a legend. Frank Lampard was a fucking legend. And... Losing him as our coach is just crazy. Right now, guys, I got to share this with you. This is an incredible, credible feeling to go from the lowest of lows, not having a, 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 a direction to start the season, investing so much in the team, going all out, winning, losing, uh, firing a, a legend in Frank Lampard, hiring a guy in Thomas Tuchel who didn't have Champions League success. He lost at this Champions final stage. People were doubting him with the team way more explosive, dangerous with PSG, with the likes of Lamar and Mbappe to come and take this job and and do the unthinkable and win. Man, what a feeling, guys. I, I can't tell you what this feels like. Um, I'm so happy to have everybody here. Uh, oh, man, guys, what a feeling. What a feeling. Up the chels, baby. Up the motherfucking chels. <laughs> um, shit. This is so-so. Finna wrap it off. But first, I gotta see my team uh, lift up this incredible trophy. We, we persevered, man. We really did persevere. Um, first and foremost, I wanna give a shout out to Grails. Again, these guys have always been hospitable to me. They're, they're honestly a, a well-run business. These guys care about their customers, they care about their patrons, they care about the people who live in this area and make this place a success because this place is amazing. It's a great place to come and enjoy with your family. You can enjoy it during the day, you can enjoy it during the night before you go somewhere else. It's, it has a great food. I had an amazing double cheeseburger, amazing fries. The drinks are always incredible. This is just an amazing, amazing sports bar. And if you ever, ever have a big event that you want to come do or come watch, it has to be here. Grails in Winwood. It's the, it's literally the best sports bar in South Florida, guys. I'm not kidding. Look them up. All right. Um, so again, I want to give a shout out to the whole team there, Eddie, Manolo, uh, Chris, Kevin, um, yo, literally Timmy, everybody, everybody who's helped make this a success. Thank you guys from the bottom of my heart. Um, we'll continue to do things like this, man, right? And and continue to grow the, the popularity of this <laughs> amazing, amazing sports bar. To everybody who tuned in today and gave this a listen, uh, I want to thank you because you guys are what drive me to make this content and continue to bring sports to you in a different way from a Miami perspective because I'm 305 until I die. And today is Chelsea's day. Uh, I want to give a big shout out to my brother Blaze. Um, John's the man. That's all I can say about that kid, man. Love him to death. Uh, shout out to Manchester City. We know they're a great team. They just didn't have it today. And like I said, it was Chelsea days. <laughs> I'm gonna sleep like a baby, y'all. Till then, up the Chels. We won't be back until Tuesday, but enjoy this episode. And I hope you enjoyed the game. Peace.